and welcome to episode 9 of 2 from 2 Cubed. This week it is just Adam and I in the hot seat. Hello. Uh, that is Adam, he is here, he's present, correct. Um, this week we are going to hopefully be sharing uh, an insight and giving you a bit more information and guidance, tips, tricks on how best to give an interview. Over the years um, of working uh, at 2Cubed, we have conducted, captured, carried out a hell of a lot of interviews. A lot of interviews. I'd say a good 70% of what we do has been interviews, Interview which work. when we started, that is not what I thought we'd be doing. No, not really. Um, but I think it's it's interviews that aren't necessarily perceived directly as interviews so it's things from customer testimonials to um, asking questions to form a video patient stories patient stories um, and it's just incorporating these sort of interview techniques into that work to create great content basically and on that note it's worth mentioning that neither someone I are journalists so that that has been a a journey that has had a lot of learning involved with it. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a learning curve because we have come in understanding how to produce a good video and understanding that, yes, okay, in order to um, include a, an answer to a question when you don't want to hear the question in the video, you've got to incorporate that question into your answer. Having that basic understanding was okay, but putting it into reality is actually kind of a different challenge it's, it's a it's a lot harder and i think there's two parts to that i think there's one is the naivety that oh well everything must be edited like that everything must work like that it yeah, must be just fine you, you just ask the questions and it works yeah. yeah and the second part is that is you can't always guarantee who your interviewer is going no. to be exactly and we have captured a number of interviews that the interviewee has well it, it comes down to a couple of factors. Sometimes it's because they are incredibly nervous about sitting and being in front of camera. Yep, um, feeling. And then it's also those people who aren't quite as eloquent. Um, eloquent? Eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it now. Eloquent <laughs> and articulate as others. So they struggle to get their point across effectively. And we've actually, in a couple of previous Why Video uh, episodes, we've spoken about... Um, tips for being comfortable in front of camera um, and I would urge that everyone we interview watches that video because we kind of talk about how important it is to take your time listen to yourself Relax. Yeah, when you, when you answer a question and you think in your head god I've answered that terribly to actually say can we ask that question again? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with no, doing it's that. No, yeah. that's, that's tip number one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. It's tip number one, yeah. Um, so I think if we sort of um, start from the beginning, and it's the thing that we've been banging on about a lot in many of our podcast episodes and our Y video, and it's pre-production, setup. It's worth mentioning again is that we're not perfect. No, we have, we no, have made no. some of these mistakes yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. So pre-production and setup are crucial because with pre-production, we sometimes have the, cli the clients uh, provide us with questions, but in some instances we don't have the questions and we have to formulate those questions. But something that you've really got to consider is how you want the final piece to look. One of uh, our projects that we're actually now just finishing up, um, we started production 
before we had even considered pre-production because an opportunity to film arose and we had to jump on that opportunity. And sometimes that happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. So questions were formulated, questions were an- uh, asked and answered by our interviewees. And then coming to actually put the final video together, we went, uh, these questions don't quite match up to the answers that we want to put in then to they, the final video. They weren't quite relevant. And I think that's it. You've got to think about the relevancy of those questions whilst you're doing the pre-production. Yeah. But obviously we missed that step and we'd advise anyone, definitely don't miss that don't step. Don't miss that step because it's, we keep hanging on about it, but pre-production is so, so important to have an understanding as to what you're going to be producing who you're going to be filming with, how they're going to uh, react and respond. And, yeah, it's just... It Setup is so key. So, so, <laughs> it really so important. Is. And on, on the questions, though, I mean, let's let's have a little chat about sort of what questions you can and can't do or so, what the right or wrong sort of questions yeah, are. Yeah, from, from clients, we, we've had a number of clients deliver us questions and the general idea of the question is great, but how they've composed it is terrible because they've composed it to allow the interviewee to answer, yeah, I agree, or um, no, not really. Which is, which is great because it's an honest answer. Yeah, but... but when you come to edit that and you don't want to include the question anywhere on your video, you've then just got a person saying, no, not really. Not really, yep. With no context whatsoever and that is yeah so how how do we get around doing that tom well it's just about phrasing your questions correctly it's i don't i don't quite know how to elaborate more on that really because it's it's phrasing your questions so it basically enables your interviewee to answer the question with the question so if i said to you what's your favorite color that in itself is not a good question. that's not a good question but me knowing i would say my favorite color is yeah. so it's it's phrasing it in a way so um so what if i said what's your favorite color and why is yeah. that a better question yeah because then it would be my favorite color is green because it's the color of grass <laughs> <laughs> strong but really the, really put me strong. on the spot then but that also takes talking to the interviewee which yeah. is so important you need to tell the interviewee to include their answer the question into in, their in answer, answer. answer. Yeah. and sometimes what we've found is that um rather than breaking an interview up into question by question by question sometimes it works better to just have a conversation this can help in a multitude of different ways, makes the person feel more comfortable because they don't feel under pressure of actually sitting and having to answer a question. It's more, we're just having a conversation and that question... Casual chat. Yeah, yeah. exactly, came up. And most of the time, we actually, because of that, we start recording before um, whoever's asking the questions says, right, first question, because sometimes they'll run through the questions first with them and the answers that the interviewee gives are actually miles better than when they are thinking about it and are trying to give a conscious i can see where that comes from because i am someone who's not exactly comfortable in front of camera and it's okay talking about things when that's not there but when you've got five lights in your face and two cameras all of a sudden you're you're in a panic and at least three people sat in front of you all looking at you waiting for your answer making sure that it's a great answer which that goes back to pre-production again is make sure you send your interviewee 
the questions before yep. you have the interview and I find that actually puts them at ease. Yeah, although I'm going to sort of counter that is that sometimes we had with um, one of our clients, um, we sent through the questions and she, the lady who we were interviewing, actually prepared like an essay for each question and then when it came it's to online. us uh, yeah when it came to us asking those questions she was like oh hang on let me refer to my guide and it it ended up in it being kind of a wooden o- overproduced uh, yeah it, because she was overthinking about it and trying to go right hang on oh no i've missed a bit let's do that one again oh no i missed this i missed this but in reality if we'd have just asked her those questions we would have got a much more natural calmer a slower res- response okay she may have missed something but because we'd sent her those questions we had an opportunity to see what her replies would have been and we could pick out the the things that we thought would be important and would yeah. fit in the video so we could if if she thought she missed something we could say oh you mentioned in your notes about xyz and that's really powerful because it it puts us in a stronger it's, position it's, yeah it's about prompting and managing the yeah. interviewee isn't it yes i get that it's just yeah making them as as comfortable as possible yes and yeah that is the sort of in in terms of prepping uh your interviewee that's it is i would say a little few things to mention is when you pick a chair make sure you pick the right chair yes. that sounds like a really really stupid Silly little things yeah but it's not. If someone's in a wheelie chair, you'll find that they have a habit Swizzle to fizzle around. around or move the wheels, yep. and it makes a horrendous noise on the microphone. Noise, and also on screen when you've it got looks. a person swaying from side to side, it's just incredibly off-putting. Off-put. Yeah. Don't whack someone in an armchair because yep, you'll because find that they. Actually, funny story about that. When we first started out, we shot ourselves a little company video, didn't we? We did, yes. Um, and. I remember looking back on it a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, maybe, and it was just the opening shot is me. I know what's coming, yeah. It's me sat on a, a, a small armchair, legs akimbo, arms resting on my leg, and I'm like, welcome to T Gudger Media. Bearing in mind, Tom's like seven foot. I imagine, yeah, yeah it looked like something called uh, there was a T4 lot, on the beach. A, a lot K. of legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was just a lot of legs. But at that time, we didn't really think about that. But looking back on it, you think, God, that looks so oh, terrible. And we, and we have had interviews since. And you yeah. you have to take a bit of a, a teacher role where you're like, sit up straight, stay yeah. still. Yeah, because you'll yeah. find people do go to a slouched posture. And it just looks terrible. It's not a forgiving look. Yeah. No. And that's the thing is when someone slouches and doesn't pay attention to it it looks bad on video and then when they come to watch it later they go oh oh no i look terrible why did someone not say something so that's our role is to go sit up straight that's it yeah sort your tie out all that sort of stuff i heard something today i think it was a tv program on yesterday and it was a sound manager from the bbc asking the queen to record her her christmas message for the radio yep there was bird song outside. He then had right. to stop and say, "Excuse me, mom, can you take it from the top?" Now imagine asking the, the queen, queen yeah. to take it from the top <laughs> again. But as awkward and uncomfortable as that feels as a human being, yep. as a filmmaker, radio producer, it's, whatever, you've got to, you've got to be awkward. You've yep. got to say, "Don't sit like that," or yeah. "We need to start yeah, again." Yeah. I mean, uh, when we first started, we we didn't have that sort of presence that we have now to feel confident enough to go oh actually there's an air conditioning unit in the background we're going to hear that we didn't we didn't think about that or that that answer was totally pants we're going to do it again again. but I think 
some of that came down to our equipment not allowing us to monitor audio um yep. but really that shouldn't put that shouldn't be a barrier you should just listen with your own ears and if you can hear a humming or a buzzing or a bird song in the background then you need to pay attention to that and act upon that that. yeah make sure that you're fixing it yeah you do and it is human nature to feel uncomfortable saying to someone stop or don't do that or don't do this but ultimately you've got to be the creator of that final piece you've got to look after it and you've got to make sure it's done right in the first place in the best way possible because we've had it we've come to edit and then gone oh Oh, no what have we done yeah what have we done yeah and i mean although it is uncomfortable sometimes it can actually really be beneficial because if you suddenly interrupt somebody sometimes they go actually what i was saying then was complete pants um so i'm gonna gonna rephrase that answer completely okay yes sometimes it can have a negative effect and it can stop their thought but you can go back to that you can go back to that question because a lot of people have a an idea that questions must be asked in the exact order formulated and yeah when you have a conversation that's not how it works some one time you're over here then the next you're over there and it you know you're right and not just up but we're in the digital age yeah you don't have to worry about oh i've got to change the film wheel or yeah. oh we're live we can't yeah. do that it's fine if, if you fluff it and this is this is a message to interviewees as well if you fluff it don't worry yeah do it again yeah do and it again. over and over again and again until you are happy as an interviewee because at the end of the day it's you that's going to be appearing on that video um I mean, we can make the video look as good as possible, but if you say something and you stumbled your words, like we've done in this podcast many, many, many times, times yeah. um, but if you stumble your words, take the opportunity to redo it. I mean, yeah. when we're doing this podcast and we're like 45 minutes in and I cock up a word, <laughs> the last thing <laughs> we want to do is to. go, all right, let's restart that. <laughs> but it, it adds something to it. And I think actually on that note, weirdly enough, I think sometimes it adds to an interview. If someone stumbles their Definitely. words or goes, yeah. um... It adds that that naturalness to it because in conversation we, that we um, and we stumble and, over words and, and especially if it fits with the content that you're trying to produce, then like we've captured some golden moments where people have have instantly reacted. Like for example, the uh, film that we did for uh, the CVS, right at the very end, um, there's an interview with uh, a lady from the gospel choir, and uh, she's talking about the support that the CVS gave. Um, and that it helped her basically get this bid. But we didn't ask that question first. So we ended the question where she said, the CVS had been really great in supporting me with this funding All the good stuff, yeah. And then the interview was meant to end there. Then Peter, my colleague, Uh asked the question, and did you get the money? And then that was such a genuine response of a yes, and then there was a sort of roar of laughter from everybody because it it tickled everybody in that moment. And we kept that in, and I think that's probably the sweetest part of that video because it's it's genuine response, yeah, natural response. natural. And I think as a filmmaker, any type of filmmaker, ultimately, that's that's, that's That's gold. That's what you want is that natural, unfiltered response. And I think that is beautiful. I think as well for setting up... (laughs) Let's mention the basics quickly as well. I know it's a bit patronising, but we made these mistakes such as, well, we did a few testimonials for a company and in my eyes they were average to okay. They weren't our best best, work. Um, One of our interviews we shot against the window. Yeah, rookie, rookie, rookie error. Rookie error and that ruined the whole interview. The interview itself was decent Decent, enough. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's those things, and then it all it goes down to even the basics of rule of thirds. Make sure you've got the leading space in the right place that you haven't got space behind them when they're talking to the other side, because it. It, 
if unless you're going for that particular style, which when you're shooting an interview, you probably aren't. Just stand away from that in a while. Yeah, yeah, you want to give them plenty of lead. You, well, you want to give them leading space, and that it's just it's those tiny little it, things it, that make a huge impact to that final it video. It sounds like a tiny little thing, but you're right in what you're saying. That that makes such a difference to the, yeah. the, the, the quality and the look of the video. And we discovered that we were we were centering our shots um, when it came to interviews because that's what you see. That is what you see yeah. a lot of when actually. That's not in always some the best way of doing it. In some instances, yeah, it just doesn't work. Okay, there are there've been interviews that we've done where it does work, but the difference between those interviews is excuse me, is when we're centering them, we're getting them to look directly down the lens of the camera. Yeah. And when we're using the rule of thirds and we're pushing them off to one side, you've got to have them looking off camera. So they're looking directly down the eyes of the interviewer. So it's not so unnerving as Yeah, such, exactly. Yeah. Um but personally, my style I big fan of Wes Anderson as we've spoken about before so I really like the centre them looking directly down camera I mean I'm just looking over Adam's shoulder at a picture that we've got up on the wall in our little podcast suite um, and it's of a guy in one of the uh, I think it was the Connect World videos that we I did I think it was yes and he is uh, the, just the framing on that shot how he's perfectly in the centre it's really crisp uh, it's like a, a mid shot of him just to, just to the bottom of his shoulders and it, I think that in interviews works really really well it does but what I would say about that shot is that we were very mindful about it after yeah. that sort of those first lot of interviews we did and we didn't do too great and we learned a lot and I think yeah. background was one of them yeah definitely distance from the background is key a lot of people think oh we'll just put them right up against the wall and that's the perfect backdrop but it's in not. reality you want to probably have two to three meters between the subject and the background to create yeah. that depth of field create that distance you want a bit of interest as well and yeah to make it interesting don't have it too busy because as soon as it's too busy then your eye is distracted from the subject mm -hmm. but have something there make it look pretty bit of greenery but, yeah, bit of if, you've yeah. Got, if you've got the opportunity make it look, make pretty. It look pretty i agree um b-roll as well I'd def, mention yes yes yeah. that's another thing that's brought it on leaps and bounds which okay it's nothing to do with an interview but you'll find it helps a great deal when editing that interview together because yeah. it adds to the story and we weren't we were guilty of not doing that at first yeah definitely and i think it's quite a common thing with filmmakers is that you're so focused on producing well capturing the most important element which in an interview is the interview itself, itself yeah. that it you is. forget about building the video outside of that again we're swinging straight back to where we started with pre-production is think about these shots get a shot list where, down. where are we going to be what are we going to be doing and yeah. think think about well, if you've sent your questions to the interview, uh, interviewee and you've got responses, you can look through that and go, oh, actually, they're talking about um, how they've been keeping fit by going for a run. Boom. That's B-roll. That's where you're going out to capture your B-roll. True story, by the way. Tom, yeah, Tom uh, did a little bit of running. Yeah, I did have to mm -hmm. chase someone down the street. Basically. I say running. <laughs> quick walk. Yeah, quick walk. Um, but it makes, the, it makes the world a difference. And crucially it helps to build that story in a visual capacity it gives the audience more than what they're anticipating it's not just a talking head no it's not because okay talking heads are great but they can be incredibly boring if it's just one person sat down for two and a half minutes chatting at you my mind goes straight to the news or yeah. a, a channel four yeah, interview exactly yep. and if we're trying to tell a compelling story you need that b-roll to fill in those gaps and to bring it to life, to make it... Make, make that person real. Yeah, sense. make like, them real, make it interesting, engaging, um, enough to sort of inspire uh, your audience. Because at the end of the day, that's probably the reason why you're capturing that interview. Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, none of our interviews have really been from a journalistic standpoint, bar maybe some of the stuff that we've done with Show Race and the Red Card, um, speaking with politicians and things like that. But outside of that, when we're doing company stories and testimonials and things like that, it's a very different vibe to it. Yeah, and I think part of that is that's down to policy as well. And I think a lot of people who do interviews do this, but I think don't be scared of meeting that person without the camera first. And I think that puts us at ease and I think it puts them at ease because you've already built that relationship with them before you've even started. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something that we have pretty much always done. We've said, right, let's meet up with you before we do any, any form of filming. So we can run through the questions. uh, We can gain a better understanding as to basically who they are as a person, how they're likely to respond. So formal relationship. Yeah. So we can build that rapport between us so that, that when we come and we bring all this equipment and stick it in front of them and then ask them the same questions, they actually, they feel a little bit more comfortable with Adam and I sat there sort of guiding and prompting them through their responses, which is crucial, basically. Absolutely. So we've covered sort of setup. We've covered like how you should prep your subjects. We've touched on how to ask a question, but I'd like to talk about sound because this is going to be like the most obvious statement ever. It is the most important thing whilst doing an interview. Yeah, we mentioned about checking your surroundings for hum. Monitor your audio if you can. Um, We always always have a fail safe we spoke about in one of our episodes um talking about our failures we spoke about one of the biggest sort of mess ups that we had when we captured um, Sadiq Khan (laughs) on stage whoops and ever since then we have always 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 had a fail safe always in an interview situation have a fail safe yes it's so especially when it comes to audio yeah because even if you lose the footage at least you've still got Got an interview yeah Yeah. that you can then put b-roll over the top of or what have you yeah so now we record audio on two cameras and externally um and just have everything in place that we could possibly need basically yeah and we use a lapel mic for a start well we started using a lapel mic when we started and that is fantastic bit of kit it's not too expensive yeah yeah it was reasonably reasonably priced we also had um a shotgun mic um the shotgun shotgun mounted yeah shotgun mic's a little bit more tricky because of if where you film yeah so for example a couple of interviews we shot uh in a room where there was an air conditioner in the room behind where we were interviewing and it just destroyed the audio basically and that's where a lapel mic comes in handy because the lapel mic does i mean chances are it probably will pick up that audio but you've got a better opportunity to um cover it up it's a little closer to your subject yeah yeah. and then now we've also invested in another shotgun mic that uh we can attach to a boom pole we can attach to the top of the camera we can attach to a mic stand which has been incredible which has been incredible and it has massively boosted our audio production if you if you want to go from sort of amateur looking interview to professional looking interview weirdly enough i wouldn't say it's down to the footage you've no, got it's the audio it's the audio because that is what everybody forgets about it everybody just uses the built-in camera or a cheap mic on the top and they don't really pay too much attention but when you do pay a little bit more attention to it you, when you you're, can tell. yeah you can massively tell and it makes such a big difference it does as you say make it look better almost because yeah, it does, yeah. it's the complete package yeah instead of getting that odd hum or those birds yeah. in the background you, yeah. you you can concentrate you can listen it does make it look a lot cleaner and a lot crisper yeah, yeah. exactly which you know when you're capturing video that's all you can wish for <laughs> basically. Yeah, it really is <laughs> yeah um we've we've spoken about how your subject should answer um 
let's give you some example questions um we were actually going to do um this podcast in a why video um and we were going to do some little sort of um role playing role like. play yeah. <laughs> yeah um so we, we might give that a go now but an example of some bad um questions would be like adam mentioned earlier tell us about yourself uh, and another one tell us about your project these questions are okay they're great if you're having a conversation with somebody but if you're trying to create a structured piece of content asking a broad question like tell us about yourself is awful it's going to go one or two ways it's either going to go if you go tell us about yourself you're either going to go hi i'm adam yeah and that'll be it or yeah. you're going to go hi i'm adam and then give you a 20 minute explanation yeah, of, of who i am yeah, and tom's exactly. going to be stood there behind the camera going oh, oh do you know i God. don't actually care none of this is relevant <laughs> and it's just about um pinpointing what it is that you want to capture Absolutely. again back to pre-production we keep banging on what about is your it, message but yeah what are you trying to convey in this final video and just be specific tell us about yourself no tell me about your childhood or i mean even that's probably still a bit broad Too tell broad. me tell me about the boy that you used to play with at play school who had green hair <laughs> that you're gonna you're gonna get a good response you, you will have to tell me that story at some, <laughs> some point i don't know <laughs> so, sounds, sounds wild <laughs> um but it, yeah just be more specific um some bad answers again this is this is down to the phrasing of the question when it comes to editing yeah yeah exactly so what is your favorite color i really like green brilliant where will you find this video you can watch on youtube and our website when's the next episode of two from two cubed out it's out on the 12th of september but when it comes to editing remove those questions and you've got no idea yeah, what i'm got, talking about it's out on the 12th of september what's that uh, what What's that? Whereas the way I should have answered is the next episode of Two from Two Cubed is out on the 12th of September. Yeah, which is not because the 12th of September. Yeah, it's gone. gone. It's but, been and gone. But, but yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just you've got to pay attention. You've really got to think about it. Uh, don't be lazy because be you, mindful. Yeah, be mindful because otherwise, yeah, you get terrible responses. And most of the time, it's just about as, as simple as introducing a how or a why or a what um, in the right way, of course. Um, and it can transform a question. It can. It massively can transform a question. And going back to what we said, don't be... If, if you... We, we've done it many a time. If you hear your interviewee saying the wrong answer stop them stop them and say yeah. look can you just say that again go again yeah. and it, it does it saves you a headache later on and also what you might find is if you're having this sort of more of a conversation with with your uh, interviewee is that during the interview you might actually get a response from somebody and go oh that was quite that was something quite interesting just, yeah use that to your advantage and say oh can you tell me a little bit more about xyz and then that response will be one natural and two probably well informed because if it's something that they've has per, uh, yeah captured your attention then you're probably it's going to be something that they are passionate about or want to talk about or know how to talk about yeah. etc that normally is and i think sort of for me as well it's don't forget that your subject is a person as well because I think as a filmmaker it's so easy to just get so involved in your filmmaking process and getting the result that you want you sometimes forget that the person sitting in front of that camera is also a human being who's yep. sometimes not used to this yep. who is just a normal sort of everyday person this may be the first time I've been in front it's, of a camera yeah. be forgiving 
be yeah forgiving. always be forgiving and always give them the benefit of the doubt so yeah. if they sort of start drifting off with an answer ask them again give yeah. them the opportunity say oh we sort of went off on a bit of a tangent then can you give us that answer I hope in a more you don't sort mind. of yeah concise yeah. Um, give, give them your business card at the end things yep, like that so just... you can continue the conversation engage with them share with them uh, the video that you've produced um, because a lot of the time that is forgotten is. and I mean generally speaking most of the people who have been in our videos have wanted to see the final video of course uh, because you, you do that's yeah, you just do. sort of natural you do and a lot of our clients don't necessarily connect for them to send it through so we well, always up, yeah, yeah. we always try and take a step back and sort of give them the opportunity the to interview you wouldn't be possible without them yeah exactly yeah. i mean they are the star of the show at the end oh, of the day and yeah. we like to make them feel that way yeah exactly um and I think with that, we've sort of, we've we've captured and spoken about everything that we wanted to cover in this week's episode. It's a nice sort of short, sweet one, this one. Yeah, yeah. concise. Um, if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. We are now on Anchor, finally, and we are, of course, on Apple Podcasts. We will also shortly, I'm still working on it be on spotify and on uh google play podcast one step at a time yep exactly we're getting there um be sure if you want to uh have a conversation ask us questions to tweet us at two cube create uh for a little bit more information about this podcast and our previous episodes and to listen to them all for free visit our website two cube.co slash tftc and with that we shall see you next week, uh, not next week, in two weeks' time. It's a big one. We shall see you on episode 10 of Two From Two Cubed. Stay crave, guys.